0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, May 15th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. USDA promises aid plan soon. Upside to tariffs for rice farmers. Bercera sues Westlands and aid for hemp. USDA speeds trade aid. Farmer frustration grows. Officials at the USDA are in an all-out spread to put together another emergency trade assistance package for farmers and ranchers now that talks with China have hit a new low. USDA Undersecretary Ted McKinney is telling reporters it will be uh, only a matter of days before a package worth about $15 billion is ready. The package, much like the $12 billion market facilitation program unveiled last year, will contain both short-term benefits for farmers, such as cash payments, as well as long-term help, such as new marketing assistance, according to McKinney. It may also involve buying some U.S. commodities for food aid, but nowhere near close to the amount that President Trump had suggested, according to McKinney, yesterday. The portfolio is going to be very diverse, McKinney said. I don't want to get into specifics, but it's all the above. But farmers may be losing patience. American Farm Bureau Federation President Zippy Duvall is warning Trump in a letter that there are anecdotal reports of farmers, particularly those who are dealing with planting delays due to weather, deciding not to plant a crop this year because there's just no market for it. We ask that your trade negotiators make a deal as soon as possible to end the tariffs that are slashing our exports, destroying a once-promising market for agriculture. Schumer, don't back out. Senate Democratic Leader Charles Schumer of New York continues to lend support to the White House by encouraging Trump to hang tough with China, though Schumer says Trump should be working more closely with other allies. He said, I hope Trump doesn't back out and come up with a weak solution because China is going to continue to hurt us over and over again. Keep in mind, Schumer's stay-tough message on China makes it challenging for Democrats to argue that Trump is damaging the U.S. economy with his trade war. Rice farmers see an upside to tariffs. The recent escalation of the U.S. and Chinese trade war may not be all bad for the U.S. ag sector. A major frustration for U.S. rice farmers is the fact that China keeps exporting higher amounts of subsidized rice at below market value to Puerto Rico, traditionally a major customer of southern U.S. producers, but that Chinese rice is about to get more expensive. The U.S. announced last week that it was raising the tariff rate on $200 billion worth of Chinese goods from 10 percent to 25 percent. And that will apply to Chinese rice, according to USA Rice Federation President and CEO Betsy Ward, speaking with AgriPulse. It may be a silver lining, but Ward stresses that USA Rice would far prefer the trade war with China to end. It's in everybody's best interest to have it resolved and quickly, she said, about the trade war. U.S. and Canada talks heating up. There are signs that the U.S. and Canada are getting closer to an agreement that would clear the way for the White House to send the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement to Congress. Canadian Foreign Minister Christopher Freeland went to Washington yesterday for talks with U.S. Trade Representative Bob Leinheiser. Senate Finance Committee Chairman Chuck Grassley said he was hopeful of a deal soon on the Trump administration's demands that Canada agreed to quotas on its steel and aluminum exports to the U.S., Maybe in 48 hours I'll have a much more definitive answer for you, Grassley told reporters when asked about their prospects for a deal with Canada. The White House won't agree to lift the tariffs on those products with Mexico and Canada until they are replaced with import quotas. Lawmakers say USMCA has no chance of passing Congress while the tariffs are still in place. Vice President Mike Pence and Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau also discussed the USMCA by phone yesterday yesterday according to the White House. Negotiators moving toward disaster deal. Senate negotiators are nearing a deal on disaster aid, but it may not get a vote until next week, just ahead of the week-long Memorial Day recess. Schumer attributed the breakthrough to pressure from GOP senators in states that have been hit by hurricanes and flooding. Republicans are now negotiating higher spending levels for Puerto Rico, a key demand for Democrats. That's why we're closer today than we were before, Schumer said. But Schumer acknowledged that Democrats are considering allowing some border funding in the aid bill as well. McConnell including hemp provision. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell of Kentucky plans to include provisions in the bill to ensure that industrial hemp is eligible for whole farm revenue insurance policies in 2020. The administrator of the Risk Management Agency, Martin Barbary, told broadcasters yesterday that whole farm coverage will likely be limited to farmers who participated in pilot projects authorized in the 14-farm bill. Barbary said those are the only farms with enough revenue history to be considered for whole farm coverage. Barbary indicated that developing additional insurance products for hemp will take two years or so. We don't want to make it too good, but at the same time, we don't want to put a policy out that doesn't work for producers, he said. Attorney General Advocacy Group sue Weselins over Dam, California Attorney General Xavier Becerra announced a lawsuit yesterday to block what he saw as an illegal attempt by a state agency to raise the height of the Dam. A.G. Becerra joined the efforts of a coalition of California's eight largest environmental groups, which filed a separate suit against the Westlands Water District. The lawsuits allege that Westlands is prohibited from involvement with any project that would adversely affect the flow of the McLeod River or its fishery. Westlands is the largest agriculture water district in the U.S., providing water to 700 farms in the Central Valley. A spokesperson said the district would issue a response soon. With chlorpyrifos, Ben U C A N R seeks alternatives. The University of California Division of Agriculture and Natural Resources provides the research behind the state's integrated pest management program. Yesterday, U C A N R issued a statement on the announcement recently by Governor Newsom's administration to initiate the cancellation process for chlorpyrifos. IPM Director Jim Farrar said his scientists have spent many years researching alternatives to chlorpyrifos and educating pest control advisors on alternatives. He cited a 50% decrease in chlorpyrifos use on almonds in 2016 as a result. Following a project in 2014 with the Department of Pesticide Regulation, UC IPM has continued to seek solutions for pest crop situations where there were no or few alternatives to chlorpyrifos, The May revise of the governor's budget proposal did outline $5.7 million for researching alternatives to the pesticide, but it stopped short of determining how that would be spent. Why the Ag Council Backs Newsom's Water Tax Bill in a recent opinion piece for Cal Matters, the president of the Agriculture Council of California, Emily Rooney, explained why AG should support the Safe and Affordable Drinking Water Fund. She writes that the state's leading agricultural organizations recognize that their industry has a special responsibility to contribute to the solution. That contribution under the Governor's budget bill would include surcharges on fertilizer sales and milk production, fees on fertilizer, and a 95% monthly fee for all water users. That contribution under the Governor's budget bill would include surcharges on fertilizer sales and milk production, fees on fertilizers, and a 95 cent monthly fee for all water users. In the Ag Council's podcast, Rooney says the taxes are better than the current situation in which the State Water Resources Control Board continually levies fees on ag operations as needed and without caps on the amounts charged. Here's today's He Said It. Economists are famous for knowing the price of everything and the value of nothing. That UC Davis agricultural economist Daniel Sumner but ask about water rights versus the right to safe drinking water. He added, the philosophical value of things isn't the subject matter that I study. Sumner spoke with AgriPulse about water rights for an article on the impact on land values. You can see that report in today's AgriPulse newsletter. Well, that is Daybreak West for this Wednesday, May 15th. It is brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit agripulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Chap Nally.